So welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast. Now we have a very, very special extra edition for you this week. And I am joined by two legends of the industry. Dare I say, I don't know. Sometimes that uh, terminology can be overused, but I think on this occasion uh, I might be able to throw that out there. So um, if you look uh, alongside me this week, uh, we have V and Ali, but I am not going to do the usual introduction. We are going to start with uh, you introducing yourself. So, V, take it away. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm V. I'm the head of security for Primark, and I'm going to be co-chairing the retail risk um, in April in London um, with my fabulous partner, Ali Hannon. Hello, everyone. I'm, I'm Ali, and I am a person that helps organisations keep their employees happy, uh, otherwise known as an equality, diversity and inclusion consultant. Uh, that's what I do. I also am a comedy improviser, um, which at the moment is taking up a lot of my time, Paul, okay. happily, actually. Well, I, I'm pleased to say, and, and let me just say welcome both. Amazing to have you on. And the reason we are talking is there have been rumours on LinkedIn uh, and comments flying about that uh, you two are going to be uh, sort of co-chairing Retail Risk London uh, in April. Uh, as the fabulous Iona Blake said, hi Iona, shout out to you. Hi Iona. Um, the dream team is back together. So, so the rumours are true. We are managing to put you in the same room on the same day, which is the crucial bit, um, at Retail Risk London. Yeah, we can't be held responsibility for any mischievous that ensues you've given us far too much um control paul it's going to end well hopefully well but that depends on on you know how naughty you're allowed to be well i think the fine line between naughty and chaos and carnage and in control <laughs> it's like a movable scale isn't it you know yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's i've been risk, in your company Ali, yeah. and i know that your yeah. definition of in control is way way different from you know, lots of other people that we might have with us so what on earth can we expect from you two on the day it's a very good question i think you know you know not, not to speak on behalf of v but you know i'm really really excited to to kind of build on the on the energy that we we managed to cultivate last last year invite people to ask the difficult questions and explore this subject. I think fear of getting it wrong is still absolutely the forefront of people's minds. And now that everybody knows how t scary and intimidating we are, um, <laughs> maybe you'll feel more empowered to ask us questions that are actually on your mind because, you know, it's all well and good us talking about this stuff, but unless we really know what's going on for you, it's really hard to, to support you in, 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 in that journey of, 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 of making inclusion work. So yeah, I'm hoping that you're going to bring your hard questions to us because that they're the ones I really enjoy answering. Yeah, it's exactly that really. It's about us continuing on that journey that we started last year, you know, and um, we're not going away. Basically, that's what we're saying, isn't it, Ali? We're yeah. not going away, but we want to support. We want to support businesses out there. I think we said it on the day, and we've been saying it for the last several years. There's a whole generation coming behind us that we want to support, and, and we want to support businesses, you know, um, un understanding that. And, and that's why over the last few years, I've teamed up with Ali, um, you know, um, to bring it to the industry. You, you know, I think it's it's uh, everybody's responsibility to, you know, to delve into the the depths of DNI, um, in you know, and the way um, Ali brings it to life as well is is, is fabulous, you know. Um, and we gave you a taster last year, so um, yeah, we're not going away. We're, we're going to be back in a few weeks. 
You'll see yeah. me running around again, just yeah. <laughs> in control of that microphone, Paul. That's yeah. What it is. yeah. Uh, well, I, I heard a rumor that we never actually managed to prize the microphone off you last time, and it went all the way home to Brighton. So yeah. our our AV team has been listening to your conversations right from retail risk. Leicester last October I mean the things they tell me I mean it's just shocking it doesn't surprise I mean I shouldn't shock you at this point and also like a good quality Sennheiser is hard to find okay <laughs> that's all I'm saying for those that don't know that's the the brand of microphone that was that was a, an in joke there from somebody that spends far too much time on stage or maybe not enough time on stage I don't know maybe there's a call so look I mean the, the reason you're uh and we were thrilled to have you back is you know, when we were at the King Power Stadium of the mighty Leicester City, let's hope we don't get relegated. Um, uh, yes, thank you for that face, Ali. Um, you know, we had by far the biggest audience of the day. More people came in to listen to the session uh, that you were involved in just to talk about the right thing to do. But it's also the right thing in terms of improving the bottom line. Let's be honest as well. So there's lots of reasons why people should embrace what's going on. And, and there you are. You're coming back now. We we had a, a taster and you are the the, the the dual captains of the ship for the entire day come April. So super, super exciting. And I know you want the difficult questions. There'll be some serious risk and loss prevention stuff. There'll be some serious DNI stuff. But I know for a fact that there'll be lighthearted and open discussions as, as well. And, and kind of that's what we that's what we come to expect yeah and all, it, difficult, and it, all difficult questions go to Ali that's that's <laughs> my view that's <laughs> my view on the subject you know I'll take all the all the risk ones uh, for retail and um, uh, Ali's going to deal with all those difficult DNI questions bring them on and look I, I think the thing is as well we were you know the industry as I get to know the industry as well the stuff that the the rate of innovation that's happening the rate of change is that if we don't start baking in, in inclusion into practice, then the speed at which things move is that you just keep avoiding uh, great opportunities to make this business as usual, right? So if you're constantly having to kind of reverse engineer inclusion into your practices or your technology, it's so much extra resource. Instead, why not start thinking about inclusion every time you're developing a new system or a new piece of kit? What do you need in order to ensure that that new thing, that new shiny object is going to be inclusive for everyone? And once you have that question on your mind every time, it makes it so much easier in the long run. It just becomes normal. Not that I like being normal, but you catch my drift. <laughs> Not normal in a unique way. Um, but I think you're right. There was, you know, challenging subjects 30, 40 years ago. They became business as usual. And then all of a sudden they didn't become a topic of conversation. They just became good business, profitable business and the right thing to do. And it feels maybe to me that we're now in the DNI space where most people accept it's the right thing to do. It's good for business. It's it's there's no reason why you shouldn't do it. And we've just got to get over that hump where it becomes business as usual. Yeah. And, and look, this is the direction we're going. I think there's an inevitability as well, which, 
you know, on my invitation to the industry is who wants to be at the cutting edge, right? Who amongst you wants to to lead the way? And, you know, there's nothing, there's no disrespect to you fast followers out there or the people like going, you know what, I'm not going to deal with this for a few years. It just means that you're going to have a lot of work to do in the next 10 years. If you want to be at the cutting edge today, then then that's going to give you competitive edge. It's going to mm. keep you moving forward. It's going to mean that you're always that one step ahead of wider industry changes. And we know that the momentum is pointing towards more inclusion, more embracing diversity, not just from a, you know, people perspective, but from a ways of working perspective as well. What's interesting is I've been in this business for oh, longer than I care to remember, to be honest. And and, it, and it's interesting because the evolution of the whole industry, you know, it, it, it's been a, an amazing journey for me. But to sort of get 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 into the sort of like, you know, the, the, the last quarter of your career and be able to look back and go, wow, look how far we've come. You know, um, and fair play to you, Paul, you know, for keeping this on the agenda. You know, mm-hmm. let's talk about you for a second. We came to you, what, 18 months ago and and said we want to we want to start, you know, talking about D&I in, in, in the industry, in security and so on and so forth. And, you know, you picked it up with us and, and, and you ran with it as well. So, you know, yeah, fair, fair play to you as well, you know, for, 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 for hearing us and supporting us. And that's this is what we need. We need that allyship. You know, and, um, you know, allies to me and Ali are people that we give an ally badge to. And, and you, you've definitely uh, you're definitely going to receive your ally badge um, at Retail Risk in, in, in April. So thank you as well. It's important to, to mention that, too. Now, I mean, it, 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 it's, it was not a difficult decision, I have to say. You know, sometimes you need the obvious things pointing out to you. Uh, and, you, you know, we had the initial conversation and. You know, you look around and it was unbelievable to see how some people and organisations that should be providing influence weren't. And I was like, well, that's just crazy. What? What's, this makes no sense at all. Um, and and then again, you know, there's two sides to it from my point of view. There's It's the right thing to do from the people perspective. And it's damn well the right thing to do from a business perspective as well. So you've got to be absolutely bonkers if you're not going down this route. And I was reading a book recently and the author used a term, um, are you a lighthouse or a lemming? Are you lighting Mm -hmm. the way or are you just following somewhere in the back and you'll fall off the cliff when you get to the front? I was like, I quite like that term. You know, I like to think people that attend from a sponsor and delegate perspective at Retail Risk, we've got lots of lighthouses shining the way and let's yeah but sometimes we need to sort of direct the bulb a little bit and if we can if we can point them in the right way and you know you're in the right part of the world Ali with uh, uh, some great lighthouses down there uh, pointing out and let's you know let, let's do our little little bit and see what we can uh, what we can do so thank you for the call out but I think you know it's uh, you know it, it was an easy decision uh, for me to, to to come along because it's clearly just the right thing to do. Yeah, and it, but it, I mean, I think it's really interesting to recognise that it, it, it's not always straightforward to address this stuff. That you know, that I often joke about this, but you know, when I when I when I drop into people's diaries for whatever reason, there's normally a couple of types of doom that people feel. I mean, <laughs> the first is that by talking to me, they're going to have to sort of go through their own experiences of exclusion. That perhaps they know what it feels like to be the only person like them in a room, or they've experienced direct discrimination for whatever reason, maybe historically, maybe more recently, and that can be hard. But probably the more prevalent 
doom that I evoke in people is that by talking to me, people are reminded of times where they behaved in a way they're not super proud of. And I think it's really important to my practice that we acknowledge that we're not perfect. It is mm. completely unachievable to expect perfection. We change, we grow, we mature over time. So, you know, I always say this, if you are sitting there going, I don't want to talk about EDI, I don't want to talk about equality, diversity and inclusion, because I'm worried what I've done in the past doesn't meet my current expectations of myself. And therefore, it's sort of like a, a box that I don't want to open you are not alone mm. okay that is almost everybody's experience so there's a level of vulnerability that's required in taking taking ownership for this stuff because you have to admit that you've got stuff to learn <laughs> um and we don't like doing that particularly if we've got a big old career under our belts and lots of experience but my goodness is that vulnerability a superpower For every type of business, the power of a data-driven security video management system designed to give you total control anywhere, anytime. 3X Logic. I think, you know, acknowledging, you know, we, we, you're right, everybody's done things in the past that, you know, they would do differently now. But, you know, times were different. The TV programs were different. The language that was out there was different. And I'm troubled with the fact that the makes reference to you know the last 25 percent of, of of career and and that's scary as well or whatever i think uh, you need to roll back on that uh v it should be the first 25 percent of of this phase or whatever it might be but yeah i think yeah if we can put that on the agenda make it business as normal just educate the conversation around driving the industry forward then clearly the right thing to do um you'll be amazing on stage as always uh, Ali. V, you will always be uh, on stage and amazing uh, with your industry knowledge as well. And, and then together, you know, why wouldn't you combine your two bits of knowledge and, and drive it forward? So, yeah, I think, um, who knows, you, you might be a bit like Terry Wogan and the, and the Eurovision was it he came back year after year to host it. So <laughs> I love a bit of Terry Wogan. Analogy to yeah, Terry Wogan. Yeah, old Terry. A bit of oh. Greg Norton, though, you can't go wrong with nowadays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I, I guess really, I think, I think for me, I'm, I'm extremely proud of the industry and, and how in the last few years, um, you know, people have reached out to me and, and I've really sort of got under the bonnet and had a look at DNI within within the security industry. And it really excites me. You know, I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going to come in the next few years, you know, mm -hmm. and, and what people are going to say. And what I love more than anything is, is when people I'm, I'm out there doing doing the day to day job and people will contact me and say, oh, I, oh, guess what? We did this or we did that. Or they'll tag me into something or they'll send me a quick message. And, and um, you know, and, it, and, it, and it's so great. And, and you know, when I came out 18 months ago as non-binary, I did it for did it for myself first and foremost, but also to support the generations behind us and, and to, to let the industry know that things are changing. You know, I want to be part of the culture change. You know, I want to be one of the culture makers within the industry. Um, and like I said, you know, partnering with Ali over the last few years has been has been fabulous. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm super, super excited about uh, about April. Yeah. I'm super excited. So let, let's get people signed up. Come and talk to us. You know, we are friendly, despite the fact that, you know, you won't get a look in on the microphone from Ali, but it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. We've bought we've bought new ones since uh, since the King mm. Powers. There'll be more. I'm going to get a reputation, honestly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
Just get your headset, I think. We'll get your little Madonna like, headset. You know, like I'm in the wrong place if I'm going to go around sort of, you know, picking things up and putting them in my pockets. I feel like I've got the odds stacked against me with your lot yeah. around. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think on some rehearsals recently, the AV uh, team have got some, I refer to them as sort of the Britney Spears microphones that uh, sort of come down the side. So uh, they are definitely easy to slip into the pocket. So... Uh, Look, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to talk to my lawyers about yeah. this. <laughs> so, so I'm just interested, uh, and maybe this is uh, more for you, uh, Ali, but in the last six months and looking forward for the rest of this year, I'm just intrigued what's been going on. To a large part, we know what V's been up to because, you know, we see that bit. But what's your world been been looking like? Where have you been? What have mm. you been doing? You mentioned the comedy side. What's the rest of the yeah. year look like? So, I mean, it's been busy and it's been really interesting. So there's, I think there are a couple of themes that have been naturally arising in my world. The first is one that I think we're really going to focus on with, with you lot at the at the um, event, which is banter. What is banter? What is humour in the workplace? So, again, sort of desperately trying to find intersection between my my two loves, EDI and, and comedy. Um, but I think there's real scope to talk about what is humour in the workplace and when does it move into banter? And when then does banter move into bullying? And some really interesting fine lines and some interesting methodologies that I've been researching and um, talking to other practitioners about. And I think that if we understand the exact purpose of banter, we can unpick it to the point where actually we can navigate banter effectively in the workplace without causing harm. Saying that, it is not easy. And I keep saying this to folks is that banter is a sharp tool. Use it wisely um, because you can easily cut yourself and others with it. So what we, what I'm talking about a lot at the moment is banter. What is the role of humour? What purpose does it serve in the workplace? And how can we make sure that it stays on the right side of, of, of inclusive? And then the other thing that's come up, and this is really interesting to me from a personal point of view, but also I think really is particularly potent in your industry is trauma informed practice so what does it mean to be a trauma informed organization particularly in organizations where there is high levels of exposure to trauma and that trauma could be um, um, you know the risk associated with 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 um, working insecurity exposure to toxic uh, dynamics you know when you're dealing with the public anything that can cause these sort of like micro harms to you that can accumulate over time and what does an organization need to do to really hold space for people who perhaps are working in environments where trauma is knocking about um it's still a work in progress but that's the, those are my two key words banter and trauma mm. at the moment um in terms of other stuff Comedy wise, I'm doing a lot of teaching at the moment. Actually, I've just kicked off a really exciting project with um, Brighton and Hove's new commu uh, Jewish Community Centre. So we're in the process of coming together local residents, Jewish community, queer community um, through the medium of improv through their new community centre, which is based in Hove. So if anybody is in Brighton or Hove or in the south coast and fancies a bit of comedy, wants to learn how to do improv, go to Brighton um, and Hove Jewish Community Centre's website and have a look. You'll see my name dotted about. So this is a really exciting project trying to bring people together through my love of improv. Can certainly think of a few people in the industry that could do with some comedy in their life. I'm wondering <laughs> whether we actually lay on a complimentary bus uh, yes, to, uh, to come along. The centre is beautiful as well. It's a really exciting kind of new community hub. So, you know, it, it's it's nice to be working in such a cool space. So, no, I mean that sounds amazing. And you know, I think 
yeah, I've read and seen a lot about the banter dynamic. And actually, when you do study it, there's lots of microaggressions, aggressions that go with it. So I'm so thrilled that uh, that you're going to start that conversation or kick that conversation off for us as well. Um, I have to say, I'm absolutely thrilled to bits that uh, you both have agreed to come and uh, take the wheel at Retail Risk London, 20th of April in Hammersmith. Um, thank you so much for finding the time to talk to me today. I know that we're going to have some very, very lively and interesting discussions, uh, but you'll both be absolutely brilliant chairing the day. But for now, thank you, V. Thank you, Ali, very much indeed. Thanks, Paul.